everybody. Get ready for Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. A foodie born and bred, my wife Nikki loves chatting up chefs, dining out, and insider industry buzz. And my husband David thinks a great meal is nothing but a good burger, a frosty brew, and a check for under $20. Because he is cheap. Well, maybe so, but foodie married beast anyway. And together we've got the food and wine variety show that has everyone talking. It's Foodie and the Beast, and we are on now. Happy holidays, everybody. Welcome to Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. And I, you say cheap like it's a pejorative. I think cheap is good. Well... That's mm-hmm. because you are cheap, and that's why you like it. <laughs> Thanks. Being married to it is not nearly as much fun. I don't know. I think it's a blast. Yeah, so right. anyways, we're here. It's a beautiful, scuzzy day outside <laughs> in the not, middle of winter. It's just warm. It's not I beautiful. Know. It's just Global warm. Global warming, whatever. There we go. But we got a great show. We do have a great show. So the studio is just full this morning. We're going to be doing Facebook Live so you can see all the delicious things in studio. And kicking it off today is our friend Amy Brandwine, who's in studio. Her fabulous restaurant, Centralina. Centralina. I knew he was going to do that. um, Is in the city center. (laughs) And she has a beautiful market there filled with fabulous goodies for the holidays. And she came in with a whole slew of delicious things, including a non-traditional noodle pudding that looks Fabulous. We're going to get into that in just a little bit. All right. And, uh, I mean, Chef Jeff Bubin's name is like, it's legend in this town. He's a James Beard Award winner. His restaurant, Vidalia, was a, and is. Yada, yada, yada. James uh, Beard awesome. Award winner, blah, and blah, blah. Here. And Bistro B was the restaurant where we kind of, you know, it's kind of, we, you know. No, no, yeah. it wasn't. Oh, but yes, we used to go there a lot. That's yeah, true. Yeah, I'm saying it was I mean, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Part of our romance. Yeah. But anyways, Jeff is in with his pastry chef, Antonio Lisbino, an Italiano, <laughs> my favorites. Uh, and they've got gingerbread houses and oh my God, there's so much here. desserts and, and holiday eggnog. cookies. And we're going to be talking about, you know, what you can do to incorporate them and decorating them into your own holiday I know, celebration. so they brought in all this candy that's really hard to find. I know, I was eating it out there. It's free. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ooh, cheap. Okay. And <laughs> just new on the block is On Rye. We have in studio today Elise Fishman-Lerner. She is behind this concept. Now, you may have heard about them over the summer. They were doing these babka ice cream sandwiches. We're going to get into that and all their new deli-style sandwiches, a modern take on a deli, uh, in just a little bit. And I'll be eating pastrami on rye. David will be eating the entire show. You bet your butt. Okay. Uh, we're going to be doing a lot of drinking on the show today, too. Because um, <laughs> it's Sunday. Right. We're going to lose ourselves in exotic uh, wines uh, with our friend Eric Platt, uh, who is... Uh, Eric, you've been on, what, six times? You're like... You've been on a lot. You're like Alex Baldwin here. But anyway, a couple of them. He's now the managing partner for Artisans and Vines... He's got a new, uh, really, event, can I call it? Lost Inhibitions uh, Wines uh, from Australia. California. California, California yeah. Try reading Some, the script. Know somewhere that ends on. in uh. And we're going to be drinking his wines today. And more. Brad Levitan's in. He is the, uh, I don't know, the founder and the uh, and the CEO of Beso de Sol. Because it's National Sangria Day. It's not. On the 20th, it's yes. National Sangria. Uh, that's what I was going to say. That's two You're days. Cut me off. No, I, I know. But they're in it because happens. it's National Sangria Day. That's why we're doing okay. it. Okay. Okay. Brad, come on up to the pure mic. Pure delicious wines imported from Spain and produced what? No, in no, a no. That state. mic. Right there, dude. Yeah. Brad's lost. There he is. There we go. So why sangria? Are we, were you just sitting around drinking sangria one day and you said, I got to do this professionally? We, um... Being in the beverage business for a long time, we were based in Florida, and we had a real uh, good business relationship with Disney Parks, and Disney was uh, looking for 
a new sangria. It was one of the uh, top-selling cocktails. So we went to Spain. That's fascinating. Really? That yeah. was their top-selling cocktail? The, uh, sangria was on the rise over the last four or five years prior to us starting this. And okay. it was, at the time, their number three top-selling cocktail and one of their most profitable. Mm-hmm. So they were looking for a new format, a bigger format, um, and uh, something a little higher quality uh, from Spain, authentic. Mm-hmm. So we went to uh, – we. Took a trip to Spain. We found a winery. I mean, it sounds like a good reason to do a little R&D, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, long story short, the product we created mm-hmm. um, was chosen. They had a panel of experts. They blind tasted, I think, nine products, and we were unanimous. So what is it about your product? Well, it's authentic. A lot of people don't realize the, the stuff that you make at home isn't real sangria. Most of the uh, Most of the drinks you got in restaurants at the time... Mm-hmm. Um, aren't real sangria. It's old wine that they're you know trying to save or trying not to waste, and they're adding fruit, they're adding spirits to fortify it. So authentic sangria has to come from Spain or Portugal. Mm-hmm. Has to be made from red. Has to be made from 100% Tempranillo grape mm-hmm. and fr- natural fruit juice, and that's all. Okay, so let's start with the red. You can pour that first. Absolutely. And then we'll talk about it when we come back to you next. Um, but I do think it's time that everybody gets a little drink on, so we'll start the party. Woohoo! Okay, and let's All go right. to Amy. Amy. Hello. Hi. 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 So, so I just want to say, so um, Amy did a little preview of her uh, holiday market um, like a month and a half ago. Yeah. When was it? Like six weeks ago. And when I went in, like they set this gorgeous table up, and she had out all these beautiful things. And I was like, I have to have you on the show. You have to come in and talk about this because it's so fabulous. So. Did you do it as big last year, or just tell us a little bit? Last year you were brand new. Yeah, I mean, we were only open six months, so we started it, um, and it kind of, like, took off the holiday Mm -hmm. um, catering. And and so then we said, well, you know, obviously, let's keep doing this. Right. And we just kind of added to it and kind of, like, fine-tuned it and added more things and... It's been really, it's been great for the people that live around city center and. and well, let's others. talk about the restaurant first, because. Okay. You know. What do you want to talk about? Well, How much I you want, love it? I want Amy to do. I want to talk about next time she's going to have me in as a taster, but, <laughs> okay. but um, just give everybody the, the kind of the overview of the place. Well, I mean, it's a it's a combination market and restaurant um, without walls. So in one space you have a market on the left side and and a in a, in a very small fifty. 50-odd seat uh, restaurant, and so we buy products that are, you know, obviously from the area, um, mostly now D.C. actually, but D.C., Virginia, Maryland, and Pennsylvania um, for the most part, and we try to stock the shelves with things that I personally want to cook with in the restaurant, and so we we do that. So the restaurant has a daily changing menu, and we, we, we basically cook with what we have, which is awesome ingredients. And um, it is an Italian um, restaurant. We don't stick to one region of Italy. We just stick to the seasons, and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's been great. Well, let's talk about the marketplace because it's a a unique concept. You know, I think now more markets are starting to pop up, sort of taking your model, but it is a unique concept for the city. So what was it that you wanted to have there? What were the kind of products? And in the last year, how has that evolved? Um, the products, you know, I, I really wanted to stock it, first of all, with awesome vegetables as chefs. We all know that we can get amazing. I'm looking at Jeff Bubin right now. Right. Um, we know we can get Who a, isn't? Right. <laughs> we know we can get amazing products from. Wait, I'm just going to interrupt for one second. Cheers, everybody. Wait, I didn't get one. Oh, Amy does not have one. Maybe Hello. Now. I don't know. Right. Jeff Bubin's holding two. Right. <laughs> I, I can drink and talk. All right. and all right. Happy holidays, everybody. Cheers. There we go. Chin chin. 
Wait, okay. you're clink me. Okay. Uh, so, so. Mm-hmm. Very mm. delicious. Yum, that is um, good. That's some sangria. <laughs> so my first goal was to, you know, I, I was thinking of this a long time ago, probably like, I don't know, over a decade ago when, when we first started getting all these amazing products in from farms. And I, I was always in the walk-in thinking like, this stuff's so amazing, but unfortunately, you know, the chefs are the only ones that really can get this. So. Mm-hmm. I really had I really had on my mind a concept where we could bring awesome food to regular people, and then um, at the same time I would get to cook with all those things because that's really what makes me excited is seeing amazing food. So, um, plus I would think given that you're in the city center having prepared foods, I mean, how many people are just like they come home and they're like, oh, I'll just go downstairs and grab something for dinner. Do you, you know what have I mean? no idea how many people do that? So, you know, the other part of this is that I wanted to create Could you like opening Kensington so I could do that. <laughs> I, <laughs> I I'll think about it. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of people who are really bu- this also was kind of built on kind of my 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 lifestyle meaning I'm a very busy person. I don't have time to cook at home. And what can I do for people who want to eat awesome food, fresh mm-hmm. food, but don't have time to cook it themselves. So, um, it really was designed where you can get a piece of fish with some vegetables and get everything you need and cook something really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully my goal was like thinking somebody should be able to cook something awesome in 25 minutes. So you can pick up some fresh pasta with some sauce and some awesome bread from Bread First and some olive oil, garlic. And the idea is to really be able to um, easily put them eas- together. You know, have people eat well and fast. Well, let's mm-hmm. talk about what you brought because you've got packaged That's <laughs> David's like... Manipulative way of being like, let's talk about how you're going to put that in my mouth. The the crunchy parts are the best parts. We all know that, right? Yes. So I have a Pappardelle Kugel here. This is um, this was I, you know, I I uh, eat Kugel uh, around around certain occasions. Somebody had to break the seal, but I wanted to make one that was more um, savory. So Mm. um, you know, I to be honest, I was at the restaurant. I was trying to create this recipe, and I didn't have the egg noodles because I didn't, I mean, so I said, well, why can't we use pappardelle noodles? And then I was kind of doing some research, and, you know, pappardelle kugel, and, and up pops Joan Nathan's name. So I thought, well, if Joan approves of it, right. you know, I, I can do this, you know. So I tweaked it a little bit. Um, usually it's with cottage cheese or maybe cinnamon or sugar or something. Yeah, and this I, is savory. Usually yeah. they're sweet, but this is delicious. This is savory. It has I sour feel like cream. You shouldn't call it kugel because then people are gonna like in their heads think it's one thing when it's yeah, something else. You're right. I mean, it's really like a sour cream ricotta and parmesan. It's really just good. baked pasta. It's so really what I would call. Let's get a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have a very large okay, one. And I want to <laughs> talk about the gifts that you have because you're like these are terrific little pickup items that people can take to housewarming parties yeah. or holiday parties like or i assume you guys put yeah. together baskets too yeah we right? do holiday baskets and you you know oh, they're beautiful. you can come by the store and, and buy all these things and you're going to be the most popular person at the party so I, mean, I already am but yeah. a little bit helps. <laughs> but so we have peppermint bark here we have some awesome rainbow cookies some mm-hmm. truffles homemade truffles that we make here i mean at the restaurant and um beyond that jars this is hot chocolate so this is like our own hot chocolate mix and all you have to do is mix it with hot milk so it's amazing. That looks, um, that's a fabulous idea. Or you could yeah. just open up the lid and pour it into your mouth. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you could probably just like crunch on these. Oh, but yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure you could. Yeah. <laughs> Come back anytime. You definitely can. If you want to nosh on these, they're, they're But available. so you have people there who will put together 
a yeah, beautiful basket or a beautiful Yeah, we have holiday right? baskets um, mm-hmm. that are available for order. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really runs the gamut from holiday baskets that are gifts, and you can do a lot of holiday shopping, and people do. Um, any kind of, for your foodie in your life, you can pick up a, a variety of different things mm-hmm. and like kind of like, it's a one-stop shop kind of, including wine. Right. Um, and then we do and the you, catering. Too. Are you still taking orders for catering? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. And when you say catering, like, what are you offering? Is it just sides? Are you offering the whole shebang? Like, No, we offer, so um, so for the holidays, for example, um, for Christmas, we're offering um, a whole baked, uh, well, not it's not baked, actually. It's a, it's a brine turkey or a honey baked ham, those mm-hmm. kind of things. And then the whole, it, those sides run the whole gamut from a lot of different vegetables to starches to gravies. And, and so you can really, like, pick, you can kind of, like, figure out what you want to do for the holidays based on, you know what you want to do so it's almost enough to make us stay home <laughs> well <laughs> not really and the cleanup is nothing right. which is what i like you know Absolutely. because i actually do this myself because i don't have time to i mean i'm cooking for everybody right. <laughs> i'm doing this so i don't have time to cook so i i actually bring things from the market and it's amazing and you have a chef cooking your food for you it, it's it's kind of nice right and yep. so you guys just box it up people bring it home yeah. all the day and that you don't have to worry about all the pots and pans and the mm-hmm. five trips to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. If you want to do the turkey or the, you know, the big main course, you can do that yourself, and then you don't have to worry about the rest of it. What about, are you doing latkes and stuff like that? Yes, latkes. I was going to bring some latkes. But they don't hold well. I know. They have to be oh, right. going to bring latkes, too. She's like, there you go. Right. They don't Out hold. of the pan into the mouth. Right. right. Immediately. Right. There you go. They don't last long. And, and they the, are so and good. And I'm the big loser here. Why? Because I love latkes. That means you're the winner. You're yeah, easy but he's to like, please. He's, he's just like, I don't have any right now. Oh, you don't have any right now. Right he's now in, in a constant state of disappointment. Well, you're going to have that The only reason I'm on this show <laughs> is the free food. You're right, right. We're going to take a quick I'll break. Okay. Let us take a quick break, then we'll give your final shout-outs for everything, all right? This is David and Nikki Nellis on Foodie <laughs> and the Beast. We are having our last show of 2016. We'll be back in just a hey. sec. Let Potomac's Market at River Falls help make holiday entertaining unforgettable. For a catering menu, visit MarketRiverFalls.com or call 301-765-8001. This segment of Foodie and the Beast is sponsored by ProFish, D.C.'s premier seafood company. ProFish delivers only the freshest, safest, and most sustainable seafood. Visit them at ProFish.com. The top stories affecting your agency, your program, your paycheck at 03, 15, 30, and 45 minutes past the hour on 1500 AM and federalnewsradio.com. If you've ever worked for a large company that provides services to a customer, at some point you may have said, huh, I think I might be able to do this better on my own. Well, this is a show for people who actually take the step off the ledge and fend for themselves in the cutthroat world that is government contracting. I'm Alan Scott of Columbia Technology Partners and host Ready to Prime. Part information, part inspiration, and all small business. Heard the last Tuesday of every month on Federal News Radio 1500 AM or on demand at federalnewsradio.com. Search Ready to Prime. I'm Aileen Black. And I'm Gigi Shum. Together, we host Women of Washington. You'll hear the inspiring and amazing stories of women who have paved their own path to success and achieved incredible milestones in their careers. Some have leaned in. Others took an unconventional approach. All have made an impact on the business landscape of Washington, D.C. and beyond. Tune in Wednesday afternoons at 1 for Women of Washington, Federal News Radio, 1500 AM. Download it anytime at federalnewsradio.com. Search Women of Washington. Growing up, I was among the one in five American kids who struggle with hunger. And hungry mornings make tired days. Grumpy days. 
kind of days. But with the power of breakfast, the kids in your neighborhood can think big and be more. When we're not hungry for breakfast, we're hungry for more. More ideas. More dreams. More fun. When kids aren't hungry for breakfast, they can be hungry for more. Go to hungeris.org and lend your time or your voice to make breakfast happen for kids in your neighborhood. We're back on Fooding the Beast with David, Nikki, Nellis, Amy. It's yes. time to say farewell, but I want to make sure everybody knows where Centralina is. And stop calling it Centralina, because it ain't. It's Centralina. It just feels effective when it's, you say Centralina. It's Italian. Centralina. I know, but I'm not Italian. What? I know. Centralina. Okay. But would you say spaghetti, or would you say spaghetti? I you say spaghetti. Say, yeah. I'll be honest. I don't care how you say it, as just long as you just show up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just All right. So there. it's in city center, right across from um, uh, what is it? Great Republic. Yes. And it's an awesome it's restaurant. So I have eaten there many times. Thank so you for bringing Nikki. all this in this morning. Thank you for having us. All right. Oh. Moving right along. All right, Brad. Let's talk a little bit about what's in the sangria. Sangria. So we're drinking the, the red, and it's with a hundred percent. Tempranillo. So, right. for, yeah, first of all, I'm glad mm-hmm. to see everybody sucking it down. Yes, exactly. Um, during the segments. Well, you have a bunch of luscious in studio. That's how it goes. Uh, they just enjoy a really, really, really great sangria. Right. Uh, it's 100% estate-grown Tempranillo, mm-hmm. uh, which is an indigenous sweet red grape grown in Spain. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's made from a traditional Spanish recipe. We have a great um, ma- – it's actually a master sangria maker mm-hmm. at our winery – and it has lemon, orange, and a touch of cinnamon. But so wait, is that Brett, juices wait. or just natural ju- natural juice? Why okay. did the Spaniards invent sangria in the first place? Um, I don't know. You weren't there. I wasn't there. You were in Massachusetts. It was a long time. It was a long sangria was introduced. I just read this in the U.S. at the 1964 World's Fair. It was the first time they called it wine punch. But is it? Do you think it was because they he could drink know. wine? Well, I'm wondering. Know. Are you just guessing? I don't. I mean, uh, why did the British sailors eat limes why on did, long voyages? Why did Ben Franklin invent the electricity? Right, exactly. <laughs> he didn't invent it. He discovered yeah, it. Yeah, but, but, but that said, it was it was introduced in the U.S. in the '60s, mm-hmm. but it's been around in Spain and Portugal for hundreds of years. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I um, think it was hel- a health drink. You could drink your wine and get your vitamins and not get rickets. You can think right. So our reds, it's a hundred percent natural. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, it's served now at over seven thousand. Of the of the top on-premise restaurants and accounts in the United States on the menu, and they've oh. replaced their housemaids, which they used to used to use mm-hmm. to base a dull soul, because number one of the quality consistency, it's the same every time, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it offers a great margin to them, and the guests love it. Seven thousand restaurants. Over seven thousand, yeah. Amazing. Would All you right. consider adopting an older man? Brad? <laughs> Okay. Nope. All right. Well, let's move to our next guest, Brad. And then when we come back to you later on, we're going to try the white sangria. Okay. All right. So. All right. So uh, we've we've extolled the 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 virtues and the accomplishments of Chef Jeff Bubin. Mm-hmm. We met him a thousand years ago, about fifteen years ago. We did. We were invited to uh, Roberta Donna invited us to the Chef's Club. It was at Linda Paz's house. It was when I launched the website, thelistareyouwanted.com, and that's when we met Jeff. You, I know you have no recollection of that, but then I got to travel with Jeff. We went to Iceland together. Absolutely. And that was so much fun. We had a she really She told me good she was time. going out for milk. <laughs> and then a week later. <laughs> and then I came back from Iceland. Um, so, Jeff, have a seat. 
All right. All right. You, you want to talk are... Woodward Table first, or well, do you yeah, just like... want to get right into holiday? What do you want to do? We got you have so much well, here we, in yeah, studio. Yeah, we brought, we brought a lot this morning, so we're yes. gonna get right into drinking. But and we eating. should How's say, that? yeah, I mean, because uh, your pastry chef Antonio uh, Lisbino. Lisbino, I'm the interpreter I... this morning. Okay. <laughs> it's spell checked it as Lisbon. Antonio's from Rome and from Naples, right? Yes. You're, yes. You're a melding of that. Okay. We're going to Umbria. Yes, everybody knows. Yeah. <laughs> You've told everybody. But that's where we're going. All right, Chef. So talk about Woodward Table. Uh, Woodward Table is at 15th and A Street, about a block and a half from the White House. Mm-hmm. Um, American Brasserie. Um, it's uh, contemporary food. Uh, chef Eddie Moran is our chef de cuisine. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's been in, in town. He worked with uh, Eric Ziebold. He's worked in a number, number of restaurants. Uh, he's kind of the next generation of, of chefs. In right. I'm, I'm getting a little too old to uh, to young man's game, so I'm the... Uh, uh, the mentor, I guess, and, and, and director of things happening and, and getting these young guys. And we have Antonio. Antonio and I have been together for off and on, I guess, now for six years. Six now. years. And mm-hmm. uh, Antonio brings a, a, a different perspective, obviously Italian perspective, to the pastry. And uh, what he's going to do here this morning is some of the things that we do at Woodward Takeout Food. Right. Uh, Did we get yeah, a photo have... of this? Yes, we got wow, a photo. Wow, this is Beautiful. unbelievable. This huh. is Italian. We call it tronchetto di Natale. See, okay. They stole it from the French, which right. was stole. Bouche de Noël. <laughs> right. It's a modern take on a Bouche de Noël. Yes. I prefer to believe the French stole it from the Italians. Yes. It. Um, well, let's talk about eggnog, because this is the very first time I am right. actually tasting eggnog, and you have made a whole batch. So really? tell it. I've never had eggnog oh God, in my it's life. so good and so well, fattening. The eggnog that you get in the store is like milk of magnesia, I think, mm-hmm. you know, with that. This is, uh, you know, uh, mm. Antonio and I were coming up with a recipe for mm. to do it's eggnog boozy. in the restaurant. And he said, well, he said in, in Italy, he said that's that's Savillon mm-hmm. uh, with that. So that's the it. basic the basic uh, uh, premise of the of the drink is to do a Savillon. And then we add cream, nutmeg, a little cinnamon, clove, mm-hmm. a little cardamom, wow. and brandy, it's and delicious. bourbon. It's delicious. This I guess good. now I understand why people like eggnog. I've never had it before. This will put the tinsel on your tree. Yeah, exactly. No, it's super boozy. I totally get that. So um, this, yeah, this is adult uh, uh, eggnog. Can people, I guess, we can order all of this to bring home? Yes. yes. We have this available. Uh, the Bouche Noels are you can uh, pick them up in the store. They're available till the 20th for pre-order. Mm-hmm. Um, we have three different uh, flavors. Antonio, you want to talk about that? Yeah, we have the caramel, espresso, mm-hmm. and pistachio. Well, so can you explain for people who Cecilia are not pistachio. familiar Cecilia with a, yeah with um, a bouche de Noël, like what's tell us a little it's bit about the, the cake s- and the process. The sweet uh, the bouche de Noël is like in America, it's like a sweet roulade. Mm-hmm. A sweet roulade is cut with what this uh, this morning I have uh, like caramel and uh, hazelnuts. Okay. So this uh, special hazelnuts is imported from uh, Piemonte. Mm-hmm. They're delicious. Where is the truffle come from? Mm-hmm. It is uh, delicious. It's cut with uh, chocolate glaze, chocolate uh, and the chocolate twirls. It's, it's all made by hand. It's no machine or nothing. Right. It's it must be so time consuming. Yes. It's super, but it's a beautiful. It's beautiful. beautiful. Some some people then when they take home, they just want to put on the beach front. Right. No one eat right. because <laughs> they look so beautiful. Especially <laughs> especially with the gold leaves on the top. Mm-hmm. It's edible gold leaves you can eat. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous. So it's uh, like a. Yeah, you um, have let, to, I mean, you let's really do talk have about to. also. You brought in this gorgeous um, gingerbread house. Is oh that yeah, the gingerbread you have lost? So, are you guys constructing them and making them in yes. in house? Uh, the the same idea. Uh, we're taking orders till the twentieth. We'll okay. have some available in the store. The the uh, gingerbread started at Vidalia actually when we first opened, 
uh, my kids were little and, and uh, we would do the decorating of the restaurant. And I picked up a copy of the uh, Old Time Life. Right. Uh, I saw you brought that cookbook in. And uh, they have a template in there. Uh-huh. And, you know, the book is, I guess, from the mid-60s or so, and it's a, a German cookbook. And they had a uh, a house and a template and a gingerbread. And it's really the, tradi- uh, the traditional gingerbread. It's full of, again, th- those those spices where you really get the smell of, of cardamom and clove mm-hmm. and, and uh, uh, cinnamon. Um, and the early days, they were called honey cakes. And, and really, it's the, it was one of the earliest forms of, of um, preserved uh, bread or cake in the world, mm-hmm. and they were made with a lot of lemon and a lot of honey. And then uh, it moved in the 16th century to Nuremberg, Germany, and that was the capital, is now the capital, gingerbread capital of the world. And they had guilds of gingerbread bakers that were specialized in building gingerbread villages and building gingerbread houses and everything out of gingerbread. Wow. And uh, people travel, you know, uh, around, the, you know, to come to Nuremberg every year for the... Uh, well, for second the reason to go to Nuremberg. <laughs> 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 so the uh, and I guess it was last Tuesday was National Gingerbread Day. So oh, I guess we're a little we late. That. As well. right. I got a question for well, you. Wait, but he brought in all these. Well, candies. wait. I want to ask a quick question. Okay, so these are all made by hand, right? So yes. this show reaches millions of people. What happens if you get like ten thousand orders? You're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, we're working late. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, but now you brought in all this candy today. Is that like how do you find all that candy? Because some of those, like the, we were talking off air about the ribbon candy and stuff like that. And that's all to decorate, right? Everything okay. you know that half the fun is is putting it together throughout the year and trying to find different candies. Uh, lately, it's been hard to find. Um, Wegman's store is probably the best place that has the most uh, uh, candy for gingerbreads okay. in, the, in, the, in this in the selection. But each year it gets tougher and tougher because it seems that the the the, the, the tasting candy is now toward gummy candy, Which I uh, and the hard candies, traditional hard Christmas candies, are a lot tougher to find. And even the jellies. So some of the ones that we brought, these are the the mints, okay? Oh, I love those. Yeah, those are the, well, you know, I just like anything with the little non-pareils on them. Right, right. I and love they, those. They're like, they're like two for you, one for the gingerbread. Right, house, exactly. Okay? And, but and, they're also super creamy. Yeah, what are these the, called? The creamy, they're creamy mint. That's a creamy oh, mint. Oh, okay. Chocolate okay. She's the booty. <laughs> now we have the non-pareils uh, or snow caps. And those then what's favorite. great about Christmas time is they come out with red and green, obviously, on the top. Mm-hmm. And again, I think they're like three for you and then one for the house. Right, exactly. <laughs> so I have to buy a big container of those. And then the ones – now, what I found this year, which was really neat, is are these little uh, um, figures, uh, snowmen, gingerbread men, mm-hmm. little houses. And that's a actually a Wilton product. Uh, and well, this is the first cute. time that I found that. Um, we used to get the ribbon. We talked about the ribbon candy, right. and it's made by a, a company in Pennsylvania, and you have to buy it online now. They used to sell it in the stores, but it's very, very because it it's so fragile. The big ribbons that go on the top of the house, so a lot of the stores don't want to uh, carry it anymore. So if I order a gingerbread house, do I just can I like customize it? And I mean, are there ways to do no, that? Just order we, it we, and yeah, it's we yours. Custom, order we customize it. Yeah, yeah, we customize order it, it for pick you. Pick it up and shut right. up. Okay, <laughs> but it, it's great because they're, they're, they 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 last from year to year. Mm-hmm. If you if you uh, uh, package it together, you can eat the whole thing. They're one hundred percent edible. Okay. Uh, the royal icing. We talk about the royal icing with that. So the royal icing, uh, Antonio, is basically royal icing is is egg whites and and, and powdered sugar. Right. Okay. And and you basically two two, two uh, egg whites beautiful. to a pound of confectioner sugar. You can do cookies. You can do whatever you like. Do you want to see what you can do with this? Watch. <laughs> right. Right. You dip your candy in there. Whatever you Damn, want to do. Mm. Want to play like this? 
You go like that. You should be a pastry chef. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. beautiful. Um, so, are you guys open for the holidays? What's your What's your schedule? We're open Christmas Eve. Yeah, okay. the only the only day that we do close is Christmas Day. Uh huh. Um, so we're the the takeout Woodward takeout is open uh, till the I guess it's the twenty third Friday mm-hmm. the twenty third. Um, so and we have these wonderful cookies that we do. Antonio's made some these beautiful, beautiful uh, traditional. Well, these are gingerbread again, cookies. Like yes. not to piggyback on Amy from earlier, but you know, again, these are great. Gifts, you know, oh, absolutely. Like if you're going to yes. a holiday a be- party, this is what you should box. walk in with. Let's say that's beautiful. That's perfect. So we have, yeah. That's Where was a, that yesterday when we had that holiday party? Um, just joking. <laughs> that's, that's absolutely right. So you can come by and pick them up. We're open from seven thirty to four thirty, <laughs> and we'll have those Don't all question. week. We'll have those all week, and we have uh, panettone that he made, mm-hmm. uh, traditional. So um, some people call it WTF. Uh, for Woodward Takeout Food. Uh, um, like you did not do that on and, <laughs> and, 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 and Antonio refers it to, uh, to it as one, wonderful Italian food. How we call. It's beautiful. And just, Jeff, we're going to have to wrap up. I thought up you meant what the... Oh, never mind. Yeah. We're just going to have to wrap up in 30 seconds. But um, we do want to say a fond farewell to Vidalia, which shut its doors well, the other very much, night. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was... I mean, that was really a place when we started dating that we did go to. <laughs> So, I had hair then. Um, I, I had hair then. I don't really remember <laughs> that But, you know, we know that it, like, restaurants don't always go forever, but you guys had such an amazing what a run. Uh, run. I mean, so, um, you know. Yeah, 24, 24 years. I was I was humbled by uh, the, the, the the stories from the employees and, and both past and present. What and an incubator. Was, I mean, was, look at all was, the people who yeah. came out of your restaurant. I saw pictures the other night, and I was with Jody Lear the other day, and she was just telling me everybody who was there. It's just, I think it's really heartwarming. So I hope you feel good about it. Well, you have to know when to roll the, roll the credits. You know? Right. So we're on, we're on to, we're, that is my new line attitude. with my husband. I love that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tell everybody where they can find you. I'll do you. that tonight. All right, so we're at Woodward, Woodward Table, Woodward Takeout Food uh, at 15th and 8th Street Northwest, a block from the White House. And you can get all these wonderful treats boxed up, custom gift packed, all the way till the 23rd. Okay. Right, Come see Thank us. you so much. All right, Thank this you. is David and Nikki Nellis with Foodie and the Beast. You should be in studio because we are eating so well. We'll be back in just a sec. This is John Gilroy. My show, Federal Tech Talk, answers the question, how does technology make life easier for the federal audience? I've spent years interviewing federal CIOs, tech leaders, and big company CTOs. What they tell me is compelling, provocative, and always relevant to the federal government and contractor. Check it out Tuesday and Thursday afternoons at 1 on Federal News Radio, 1500 AM, or download it anytime at federalnewsradio.com. Search Federal Tech Talk. Are you or someone you know a victim of crime? If so, call the D.C. Victim Hotline at 1-844-4-HELP-DC. The D.C. Victim Hotline assists victims of any crimes in the District of Columbia by connecting them to resources that empower them to take the next steps toward healing. It's a free, anonymous service staffed with fully trained victim assistance specialists. You can chat online at dcvictim.org or text and call 1-844-4-HELP-DC. That's 1-844-4-HELP-DC. This is Roger Waldron, president of the Coalition for Government Procurement and host of Off the Shelf. My show brings a voice to commercial service and product companies selling in the federal market. Each week, I talk to experts from inside and outside government about the latest federal compliance and policy information for government contractors. Join me every Tuesday and Thursday morning at 11 a.m. for Off the Shelf on Federal News Radio 1500 a.m. or download it anytime at federalnewsradio.com. Search Off the Shelf.
Teachers, plan your next field trip to the museum where education meets inspiration. Thanks to a program sponsored by WTOP, D.C. area students can explore the museum free of charge when they visit as part of a teacher-led group. Students will unlock deeper understanding of our First Amendment freedoms as they explore more than 30 exhibits and theaters or take part in one of 15 standard-aligned workshops, all free with your field trip. Visit museum.org slash field trip to see the full list of qualifying districts and book your visit today. We're back on Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis, and we're going from gingerbread houses to great Jewish food. Mm-hmm. My God. Elise Fishman Lerner is the founder and CEO of On Rye. It's a modern sandwich shop with a creative and lighter twist on Jewish deli staples. That's the, the book on it. What it is is unbelievable. I'm looking at a pastrami oh sandwich. cutting the bouche de Noel. Oh, my yeah. God. Forget that. Look at this. <laughs> These sandwiches are starting. All right, so let's here. start from the start. You were you were an attorney doing intellectual property law. Correct. I mean, natural I natural transition. Uh, yeah, right. and now you're doing this. Let's talk about it while I take a big bite. Absolutely. Mm-mm-mm. Here you go, babe. Okay. Thank you. Okay, so let's tell us how you did it. What so basically, uh, was working as a like corporate food. lawyer. Uh, you know, putting in probably the same mm. hours I put in now. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, always passionate about food. Oh, wait happened, and I had a job at uh, a big corporate law firm. They said, take a year, go do something else. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll give you a stipend. So I basically stayed at my law school, worked with a restaurateur down there, shadowed him, saw, learned a lot, uh, and always had the bug. Uh, wrote all my papers in law school on, like, wine law, food truck law, uh, always <laughs> trying to find... That food angle. You always wanted to get into the food Yeah, community. and, and so finally did you go to law school because your parents it. made you? Uh, it was safe. It was the, the the logical next step, and I got in, so, you know, why not? Um, right. And, you know, I'll always have that degree, and I'm really grateful for it and the experience, but, you know. Most it, of the lawyers I know are unhappy being lawyers. Well. <laughs> okay, I know uh, lawyers who are really happy being yeah, lawyers. Yeah, I mean, no, I, they I like think. like the paycheck. But no, they, there's no. something for everyone, for sure, and I think it's finding your niche, and, I'm, you know, I, I'm not. You know, disparaging the the, the legal industry, industry. Right. but uh, for me, you know, this was something that uh, well, so I was really passionate talk about. Talk about on Rye. How did you come up with the concept? Yeah, and what was it that you were looking to put out there? So on Rye is the manifestation of the food that I want to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the food I grew up eating. I'm from Boca Raton, Florida. Okay, land of grandparents and and deli. You're from Boca Raton, Florida. <laughs> Are um, we the only people here not from Boca? Not from Boca. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, he asked a couple of fundamental questions. Um, people talk about like the, you know, the Jewish deli is either dying or, you know, what's what's happening. And um, to... I'm, I'm sorry, there's like a resurgence. Yeah, absolutely. But it's not classic. Exactly. You know, it's not your grand. It's not, you know, uh, rascal. I, I want exactly. to disagree. Exactly. Except Which for ras- on Rye, there's one other legitimate deli in town that's a, a good deli. Okay, so to be fair, there were no delis. In I DC know, but what kind of resurgence? The... I don't see a resurgence. Okay, well, that's because you this. don't know what's going on yeah. in the food world. So, <laughs> go ahead. Well, basically, the idea was uh, this is the food that you know we crave. So, mm-hmm. you know, the corned beef and pastrami is awesome. You know, it, it's important to us that it be you know the best. And you make it all in house, or uh, how do you? What we, are you guys doing? We with do. Yours? It's our recipe. We make, we make the corned beef and the pastrami off site. Okay. Uh, we just don't have the kitchen space. We sure. use a commissary kitchen. Right. Um. But the the goal is, you know, if you want that sandwich, we have it for you. But mm-hmm. on a random Tuesday, when you know you might not, you're you're getting out of the office. You have thirty minutes for lunch. You might not want to eat that and go back to work. Uh. So we have half of our menus vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Um. We have uh. 
some exciting, I think, like innovative twists on some of those classics. We have like an egg sandwich um, mm-hmm. for breakfast all day, but it's you know, it's a sandwich available all day long. It's called right. the eggs all day. Right. Um, we take corned beef. Uh, there's no pork or shellfish in the restaurant. We're not kosher. Uh, right. I think that's important to note. But we uh, no Jewish pork. Style. No exactly. I get that. Um, so we take corned beef and we render it in the oven like bacon. So we put a glaze on oh it. Oh, my God. And yeah. we put that on top of a breakfast sandwich. Oh, um, to me, that is. <laughs> That's like it. It's, 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 right. it's amazing. I, I could not Where's recommend that, it. Where's that, Elise? I don't know. <laughs> that well, it wouldn't travel, travel well. well. Right. Exactly. That travel well. Exactly. Well, and let's talk about, because you guys really sort of kicked off this summer mm-hmm. with your babka ice cream sandwich. Yes. So I have to ask, did you see that someplace first, or you were like, why doesn't somebody do this? So here's what happened. We, yeah, we, we've been really sticking to uh, sandwich shop as mm-hmm. defining what we are. So deli is, you know, we were talking earlier, it's an emotionally loaded term. Right. It means different things to different people. So we were, we, you know, we've... We focused on Jewish deli sandwich shop, mm-hmm. um, and we were thinking, okay, we should have a dessert at our cart. What you know, what could we do as a sandwich? So right. ice cream sandwich is a natural thing. To be honest with you, we first looked at black and white cookies. Mm-hmm. No good. Right. <laughs> black and white cookies do not freeze well. There's nothing that that was a non-starter. Um, so then we looked to babka, right. um, and it's it it actually it's it's a perfect uh, you know cake. Yeah, exactly. It is. Um, like a cookie bread, replacement. cake, whatever you want to call it. Exactly. Seinfeld went through all that. Yeah. You don't need to do exactly. that here in studio. <laughs> yes, 100%. Um, and, yeah, it, it sort of took off. We partnered up with Dolce Gelati, and mm-hmm. we uh, spent an afternoon in the kitchen, and a couple hours like later, done. Um, so since then, we were we were really, truly uh, surprised and grateful for it. it Sort of took off. Well, just because nobody else was doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was really fun and in, Absolutely. like, what a way to break into the market. Was yeah. something really interesting and fun and not serious. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So now we actually have, right now, uh, we d- we were doing a pumpkin gelato with cinnamon for the uh, the fall, and now we have a peppermint uh, stracciatella with uh, chocolate babka for the holidays. That sounds delicious. It's awesome. Yeah, it's, it it's, really I know good. it's cold out, but right. it's, it's amazing. I feel like there's so many things, like, you can move on with from there. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, as like a crumble on top of we actually to be totally honest with you we've put them in the blender before as a milkshake and no yeah oh yeah oh it it works better than you than we ever could have yeah it sounds Uh, delicious yeah stay tuned stay Stay tuned tuned. all right right we got more coming (laughs) So let's tell everybody where you are and what they can expect. Yeah. Like, are you guys expecting? I can tell I them what break. they can expect. Okay. I'm eating this thing. It's great. <laughs> well, yeah. All right. So why don't you tell everybody what you brought in today? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we brought in a corned beef OG and a pastrami OG, mm-hmm. um, which is the classic untoasted marble rye bread with uh, deli mustard. I love deli um, mustard. We also brought in, so this is our turkey haroset sandwich. Okay. Haroset being in quotes. So yes. a lot of people ask about haroset. Because they don't know what it is? Ex- yes. Right. Okay. Um, but ours is a riff. So Hirosa being an apple salad that you rip. eat at Passover. Um, no walnuts. Correct. So the, actually our whole restaurant's no nuts. That was important to us. We're very okay. dietary restriction uh, aware and that you know, no reason for us to have nuts. Okay. Um, so this is, it's really more of like an apple compote with a uh, little brown sugar and a little mm-hmm. cinnamon. Um, it's basically a Jewish Thanksgiving sandwich. So it has turkey, uh, that apple compote, roasted fennel, sage, Yum. and spinach on a hollow. I, mean, I just want to say, like every Passover, I make my haroset, and I'm yeah. just like, this is so good. Why don't I make this throughout it's the delicious. year? It's delicious. I never do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. But I love the idea of putting it on a sandwich. That's such a fun idea. Thank you. And I Thank can imagine like some people coming in and being like, what is haroset? But it's a cool conversation to have. Absolutely. It's, you know, that's the kind of, like explaining to people. Um, you know, babka is something that. 
you know, we've given a, a lot of samples of chocolate babka out to people. Because and, people you know, don't know what People it don't is. know what it is. They think, okay, you know, it, it looks, it's like there's, you can see the chocolate and the bread. There's nothing not to like about right. it. Um, but, you know, you try uh, just getting people to try it. And you then... should just run that Seinfeld episode on a loop. Your, <laughs> you know what I mean? Babka, you know, actually, yeah. that's not a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I'm full of that. Right. Um, Give us your address. And tell everybody we are seven forty sixth Street Northwest on Sixth and H, one block away from the Verizon Center. Excellent. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank, thank you. For you. This in. Is it was great having you. Good food. Appreciate yes, it. Absolutely. Really All right. Thanks. Okay. Where's uh, you want white sangria? Let's pour some white sangria. Greg Levitan. Brad. Brad Levitan. Greg Levitan went to elementary school with me. No, not with you. With your older children. No, I had a Greg Levitan at Rollingwood. Okay, I think you're wrong. No, I'm not. Um, okay, so just quickly tell us about the white, because we're going to go to more, uh, do more with you at the end. But tell us about the white quickly. So the white, the white is, uh, we're actually um, one of the only true authentic white sangrias available in the U.S. Okay. It's made from Irene grapes, which is a... It's uh, it's like a Spanish version of a Sauvignon Blanc. Okay. It's a white, sweet, indigenous grape from Spain. Mm-hmm. Our white will knock your socks off. I, I can't wait for everybody to try it. It has mango juice, peach juice, and lemon juice. That's okay. it. That's so it. So our, our sangria. But, so was, but is sangria classically red, or was it always white and Yeah, red? no, white only started becoming recognized in Spain and in Europe, uh, I think, in 2010. Okay. As an actual As an actual item. real item. Right. Okay, great. But okay. um, in our sangria, unlike most, we only have six grams of sugar per serving. Okay. Uh, most of the bottled sangrias in the market have upwards of 30. So that's okay. why, if you notice in the red, it wasn't it's overly not sweet. sweet. Well, I have to no. be honest. One of the reasons why I really don't, or I wouldn't think to order sangria is because they are so sweet. Correct. And I just, I don't want my wine that doctored. Do you Correct. know what I mean? I want to be able to taste the wine. All right, while you're pouring that, mm-hmm. Eric, come up to the mic. Hello. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? All right, so. Happy to be Eric back. Clack has been in studio multiple times. He's was representing New Zealand wines for a while. He's brought in fabulous New Zealand wines. Now makers. he's the managing partner of Artisan and, Artisans and Vines. So what does that mean? Our boy has done well. What does it mean? What does doing it okay, mean? doing okay. The career has evolved. Right. Okay. Um, so basically, it's an import company, mostly European wines. Uh, with my connections then in New Zealand and Australia, we're going to be bringing some uh, some of those projects in. But the project today, this was uh, through through um, colleagues in Australia and some friends in Canada. We were presented with this Lost in Abitions project. I lost mine years ago, Eric. It's yeah. <laughs> can you tell? It's it's an amazing uh, project. It started with a winery in Canada called Church and State. Mm-hmm. Uh, just crazy labels. Product was solid. But w- what we did is we marketed the rights to it for America. Um, and basically, we're having it made in California, in Sonoma. Okay. Because the marketing is, is unbelievable. You can see the bottles. Every case of wine, you get 12 different labels. Right. But we really... We knew that if the quality was in the bottle, people would come back for more. And we're right, already seeing that. Right, because it's one thing that. to get a, a bottle of wine that has a funky label, right. but if the wine is bad, like nobody's going to come back and get that again. Exactly, exactly. And also at the price point, you know, we're we're you know seventeen ninety nine to nineteen ninety nine retail, so we mm-hmm. knew that the wine had to deliver. Okay. Well, let's talk about the red wine first. What kind of wine is it? So it's uh, we refer to it as kind of a field blend. Okay. You know, the kitchen sink, but it's. Um, Zinfandel. That's not a way to sell it. I just want to say. 
<laughs> he won the wine world like that. Okay. Um, but it's it's Red Zin. Mm -hmm. It's a touch of Merlot, mm -hmm. touch of Petite Syrah, mm -hmm. and a little bit of Cab to finish it off. So was that a specific blend that you guys were looking for for the wine? We were looking for something that was very approachable, but mm -hmm. also delivered complexity. Okay. And just... Because people, I mean, unless they're watching on Facebook Live, what is it about the labels? I mean, we can see how fun they are here, but you haven't explained what it is other than the marketing. So the name is Lost in Ambition. So there's all sorts of um, terms related to Lost in Ambitions, like uh, I wish I had more middle fingers. I'd shave my legs for you. Mm. You know, so I'd wax Eric, my back you for you. you would shave your legs for me. <laughs> so there's, I mean, there's 120 different labels. Uh, okay. 60 under white, 60 under red. And can you pick? When you're ordering? Not yet. Okay. At, at this point, and we've seen this already happen, mm -hmm. where, uh, you know, online we have, actually Schneider's on Capitol Hill is doing our online stuff, mm -hmm. seller.com. Wait, I'm going to have to interrupt you. Yep. We have to take a break. Okay. So you can pour the red. Yep. And uh, when we get back, we'll hear more about the red and the white and some of the fun labels. Okay. This is David and Nikki Nellis with Foodie and the Beast. We're closing out the year. We'll be back in just a sec. If you've ever worked for a large company that provides services to a customer, at some point you may have said, huh, I think I might be able to do this better on my own. Well, this is a show for people who actually take the step off the ledge and fend for themselves in the cutthroat world that is government contracting. I'm Alan Scott of Columbia Technology Partners and host Ready to Prime, part information, part inspiration, and all small business. Heard the last Tuesday of every month on Federal News Radio 1500 AM or on demand at federalnewsradio.com. Search Ready to Prime. According to the American College of Cardiology, people with heart conditions should take extra care with outdoor winter chores. While it's important to exercise all year, shoveling snow and extreme cold can both put extra stress on the heart. Talk to your doctor about which exercise is right for you. If your doctor approves, go slowly. Move small shovels of snow at a time in short sessions, particularly if the snow is wet and heavy. Don't ignore signs of distress. For more on living well and heart disease and staying active in cold weather, visit Cardiosmart.org. I'm Aileen Black. And I'm Gigi Shum. Together, we host Women of Washington. You'll hear the inspiring and amazing stories of women who have paved their own path to success and achieved incredible milestones in their careers. Some have leaned in. Others took an unconventional approach. All have made an impact on the business landscape of Washington, D.C. and beyond. Tune in Wednesday afternoons at 1 for Women of Washington, Federal News Radio, 1500 a.m. Download it anytime at federalnewsradio.com. Search Women of Washington. What's best for you in your federal career? And what comes next? Your turn with Mike Causey, Wednesday mornings at 10. Let Potomac's Market at River Falls help make holiday entertaining unforgettable. For a catering menu, visit MarketRiverFalls.com or call 301-765-8001. This segment of Foodie and the Beast is sponsored by ProFish, D.C.'s premier seafood company. ProFish delivers only the freshest, safest, and most sustainable seafood. Visit them at ProFish.com. We are back on Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. I don't know we... what to drink first. Wait, wait, you got to stop because <laughs> i got to thank our sponsors or we're going to get yelled at. Okay. So I want to thank the people that support the show, our friends at Celebrity Cruises, mm -hmm. ProFish. Great guys. Great guys. Yes. And the market at River Falls, if you're not a sponsor of the show, shame on you. You should be. Mm -hmm. And uh, just call me. Yep, I'll make it easy. That's how it happens. All right. So. Eric's. Dude. Let's hey. get back to this. So, Okay. Tell the Yum. name of the project again. Lost in Ambitions. Lost in Ambitions, and it's really about just fun labels on the wine. And, and fun wines. And fun wines. Yes. So we're starting Seri with the white. Tell yep. us what we're drinking yep. here. Serious wines, fun labels. Um, so the white is predominantly Chardonnay, 
we put a little bit of muscat, a little bit of gewurz in there just to kind of soften it. A lot of gewurz. A little bit of gewurz. <laughs> Um, just to soften it up, mm-hmm. finish it off with a touch of sweetness. You know, people in this country, you know, they, they, they're afraid of the word sweet, but really they actually like a touch of sweetness. No, I totally disagree with you. Not when it comes to wine. I only really like that in my just, women. Well, if, if they actually. I think if, for a certain wine drinker, yes. Which is well, why, exactly. Do you well, know this what I mean? is this is appealing to that. Right. But this isn't that. I mean, it's really not that. I would not. I, I would no, not just use a the touch. Term sweet just a touch to describe it. But I understand why some people might prefer. Right. It's just term what sweet. it does. It it basically softens up the Chardonnay a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's all. Right. And it sees a little bit of oak. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it. You no, know? it's really light. It's an easy deliver. Wine. Yeah, easy deliver so, complexity and so forth. How do you order these wines? Right. Where do you what do you do? So there? we're um, obviously we're in distribution. We're in about ten states right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we think at the beginning because we kicked it off kind of late in the year, but in the beginning of 2017 we should have another five to ten states on board. So it's gonna, it's starting to and really so will you grow. change the labels to sort of go with the season, like more wintry more springy well right now right now based on production we've got you know 120 labels that are approved uh, by the federal government there'll be more coming there's even a series called the lewd series which uh, we're not selling in america yet you need help writing those (laughs) (laughs) we might um which those will come probably down the road um but right now, it's it's we're just going to focus on what, what we have. Mm-hmm. Um, I think down the road there'll be an opportunity if somebody says, "Hey, I want a case of, you know, I, I wish I had more middle fingers." You know, right. right now they can't get that. Okay, it's all random. So right. that's that's just an issue that we're going to deal with down the road. So you know, maybe our ordering. most popular you know labels, I mean? yeah, right. our most popular labels, we can package them independently. Mm-hmm. You know, because we've had stories about retailers, you know, where. Oh, somebody came in and they were rummaging through our boxes looking for one label. One so, label. So these are things we're dealing with. But well, it just—I mean, 120 labels is quite a of an offering. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Oh yeah. Well, but that's maybe why you'll it's... have like top 15 more popular. Yeah, and the fun others. is the fun is just the randomness of just picking up a label and having fun and, right. and so forth. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Very cool. So how do you order? I mean, where do you? So so right now, well, especially locally, we've got Schneider's on Capitol Hill doing online stuff for mm-hmm. us, which mm-hmm. is phenomenal. It's seller.com. Okay. If you go there, you can also go to lostinhibitions.com, and that will link to what we're doing. Mm-hmm. That sounds um, like a porn site. We've I know, got, it does a little bit. I would never go there. <laughs> right. Actually, actually um, to, get, to really give the wine some credibility, uh, Whole Foods actually regionally uh, approved it. We've only been select, and only a few stores so far have picked it up, but it's been approved for the Mid-Atlantic. Whole Foods Arlington has it. Whole Foods in uh, Haymarket, I think, has it. Uh, Montgomery County stores mm-hmm. have it. Bradley Food and Beverage. So it's around. Uh, I mean, you can buy it around town it's, here. Yeah, it's just okay. starting locally. Okay. Great. Yeah, it's doing well. All right. so. Well, congrats. Give everybody the um, website one more time. Uh, the website, lostinhibitions.com, and uh, our company is Artisans and Vines. Cool. And Thank you so much. Well, while you're off sweet. air, because we only have a couple minutes, and i got to bring Brad back on, you can pour the red. And, Brad, I want to talk about the packaging of your product, because it's in boxes. Right. First of all, does everybody like the white? Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah, very yeah, proud yeah, of yeah. the white. At any, um, so we our first package was... And our, our predominant package is a three-liter bag-in-the-box, mm-hmm. traditional box wine. And it was a risk because uh, we did that for Disney. 
Disney was progressive in their thinking. Can you imagine starting off a business with Disney as your first customer? Yeah, was, yeah. That ain't bad. That's no, it was good. good. It was right. good. It, it's, you know, we, we dropped their name quite a bit. But um, <laughs> Yeah, you only did it like three or four times right. so far, so three. it's good. Irving three. Disney. Right. Three. Um, the bag-in-the-box wine technology, it's the, it's the fastest-growing package uh, year after year over the last five years because people are starting to get it. The, uh, the wine is, if you put good wine in a, in a bag-in-the-box, it's the same as putting good wine in a bottle. Mm-hmm. It stays fresh for, ours stays fresh for over two months mm-hmm. after you open it. You know, when you crack a bottle of wine, literally within the hour, it's starting to uh, oxidize and go bad. Right. Um, it, you So you have no waste, right? Um, it's half the price. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a tremendous amount of advantages. So, so we... But how do you get past people's psyche over wine in the box? Well, we you know use it. Uh, we use a dispenser with the box goes in in the on-premise in the restaurant. So, right. so they uh, never see it. They, they do in some in, in some places they see it, but we do a tremendous amount of in-store tastings. And mm-hmm. and you know especially he brought up Whole Foods. Whole Foods is really against you know they were above the the, the box wine. I bet. And um, when we so we turn those tastings into uh, you know, two front tastings, one to ex- introduce them to Besa del Sol, mm-hmm. but also to educate them on the, on the merits of box wine. It was funny because after they would, uh, they would listen, hear, taste, they'd, they'd buy a box of Besa del Sol, they'd turn around and go get another box wine, like a varietal wine. Interesting. Because you know? they didn't realize. I mean, it realize. does make sense that it would maintain the product better, that bottles and corks. Two months, I mean, no oxygen gets Right. To it. I mean, it does make sense. Right. It's really the way to go, especially it's half the price. Mm-hmm. Because the packaging is less expensive. Well, uh, the packaging is not less expensive, but you're able to uh, you, you're able to put a lot more. I mean, one box is equal to four bottles, mm-hmm. and so you know a lot of that cost savings is 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 trim is passed on to the consumer. Mm-hmm. Our mar- the margins aren't as good on it as bottles per se, but um, you know traditionally it's half the price. So, so oh, go ahead. well, you're in seven thousand restaurants. Over seven thousand. What, what's left? Another hundred thousand, and you know. So, are you looking to only be in restaurants? No, or no, can no. I we, buy we, that down the street. No, no, you can buy it. Uh, we're in, we're in all, over twenty thousand retailers okay. around. Uh, but you know, there's a huge footprint. We, our goal is to be in another twenty thousand this year. When yeah. was the competition with Disney? What? When, when was it? When was oh, it, it was uh, July of thirteen. Oh, so I mean, it, it seemed more more recent. I mean, that's. Quite a lot of distribution to have achieved. We've done it. We've we've. I was telling someone in here earlier. We you know we we got lucky in a lot of uh, a lot of fronts. Getting those restaurants. That's the biggest part of building a brand. If you can do that, and so getting that made it a lot easier to sit in front of Publix and Food Lion buyer and say, look, we already have all these all these customers, right? So I do want to talk about. So when people make take your product home, Mm -hmm. like today you put uh, an orange slice and a lemon slice. You know, people put all sorts of stuff in there. What is the traditional sangria? What are you supposed to put in there? Apples, oranges, limes, and lemons. Uh, we, we do it strictly for aesthetics, for garnish, because mm-hmm. all the wine is already in the fruit. I mean, all the fruit's already in the wine. Already in there, right. Uh, but, you know, if you if when you're out at, re- at certain, um, when you go to AMC movie theaters where there's sangria, they'll serve it with an orange slice. If you go to Disney, they put a beautiful spear of um Raspberries and blackberries. It's it's really all okay. whatever the mixologist wants to wants to do wants to wants to look to like. But yeah. what's traditionally it's apples, oranges, apples, and... orange, lemon, lime. Okay, and that's it. And that's that, it. 
Very cool. All right. So how do people contact you? Right. And how do we find uh, you? can go to BesoDelSolSangria.com. B-E-S-O is Beso. Beso. Kiss. You know what Beso del Sol means? Kiss, Kiss of, the of the sun. Right, right. Yeah, there we go. Hey. Okay. Hablo español. Hola. <laughs> Yo comprendo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> From Massachusetts. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. Everything you heard about it, uh, today on the show, mm-hmm. you can find more uh, information on the list com. Mm-hmm. Follow Nikki on WTOP. She tweets. She Facebooks. Yeah. I Join all those guys. That. And uh, you know what? We should just say happy holidays, everybody. We're done. We're out of here for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. We are. We're back on January 8th with our first show of 2017. And it's going to be a new year, new you. We're going to be talking about vitamins and um, a little bit of charity with this new fabulous organization called Care to Feed. We have Skinade coming in, and we're going to do a little no, detox with Supergirl. <laughs> so it's going to be great. We want to thank all of our guests for bringing in all this magnificent food and great wine today. We wish you all the healthiest and happy of holidays and a very happy new year. Have a delicious time.